podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. All right, the boys are back, and if you are listening to this, that means that you are listening to it on the podcast feed. This is Bosco's boys over on the Locker Room app. I really think that this is going to be a really fun medium for us to do shows to have interactions. We're basically going to be able to do call-in shows, live shows with you, the boneheads. And since you're listening to this on the podcast app before folks start joining, that also means that we have to talk about our sponsors real quick. Bet online. If you're watching March Madness this weekend or throughout the tournament, go over to Bet Online. We've had Dave from Bet Online to talk about all the great things going on over at Bet Online. During March Madness, it's the only spot to wager uh, the quickest payouts, best props, all the live betting. Go over to Bet Online. Also, eBay.com slash sneakers if you want the latest heat on your feet, whether it be the new releases or dead stock. Get over to eBay.com slash sneakers. Send us a receipt. We will get you a Bosco's Boys koozie or uh, maybe some swag, and you'll be entered in for a drawing for a custom pair of Air Force Ones over at Armchair Media. Uh, it's going to be fun. Ho- hoping to get some folks in here. About to tweet out the show from the uh, Bosco's Boys link. We're going to start getting folks in here uh, to talk about you know March Madness. What game are you watching? And sadly, we got some K-State transfer news. Uh, along with Antonio Gordon, old Tony, you got Dejuan Gordon and, uh, you know, Rudy Williams in the transfer portal. So uh, if you guys are coming in, I'm going to accept requests. We're going to chat a little bit. Um, mute your mic if you're not talking. I've gotten to be in a couple of these uh, shows, uh, and it works best if people mute when they're not talking, the first folk or first guy that I'm going to bring up here on the stage is the good chef Andre Napier. Uh, Andre, how are you doing tonight, my friend? I'm doing good, Scott. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, did a little brewery hopping down in Shawnee, Kansas. I'm closing on a house on Wednesday down in Shawnee, checking out the brewery scene down there. Uh, you're the first one talking, so. This is what I'm going to ask everyone who uh, requests to talk, anyone who comes up. So the first question is, what are you drinking on tonight, my friend? Uh, lemon water. Uh, what else did I have? Just just water. Got to just drink the water. Just got off work a little bit ago. so. Th- there you hydrate. go. You're- you're the only U.S. Postal Service person I like. I had a lot of issues with them. 
during uh, Christmas card season. Okay, so next question I'm going to ask, what game do you have on right now? I had the Wisconsin-North Carolina game off in between watching a movie and that. I mean, I'm so depressed for watching basketball tournaments and K-State not being involved. It's it's sad, really. It it is sad. It's not great. So then the next question I'm going to ask everyone who joins us, uh, you know, what, what's your take on uh, the the news? Rudy Williams, to a lesser extent, and, uh, but Dejuan Gordon has entered the uh, transfer portal. Um, what was your reaction when you saw it go official? What are your thoughts right now? I mean, scouring the boards on KSO, I mean, the news kind of had dropped a little early. Grant bringing the, bringing the heat with the Dejuan news. I mean, I wasn't too shocked with Rudy. He kind of under underperformed for me, but Dejuan is a big, big hit for me. I think he brings a, a an intangible, like a glue guy to the team. And he, from his freshman season, he never really performed like he was going to be that number one scorer, like everyone thought. And it, it, but the glue guy is what a strong team needs if we can bring in transfers or whatnot. But losing him, I mean, you got the talented freshman coming up. Mike McGurl hopefully comes back, but after that, what do you have? You got, you got nothing really. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's it's not it's not a great time to uh, you know be trying to project out what you're going to have next year. I don't want to throw uh, Dejuan under the bus. That's we try our best on the show not to do it. But a good f- friend of the show, and hopefully Jimmy, aka Casey underscore fan comes uh, in the room, and I think we might be talking to him for our normal Monday show. Um, he posted the 20 worst uh, offensive efficiency seasons uh, for K-State uh, in the last 20 years. or I think it's last 30 years. Good Lord. And Dejuan Gordon this past year was one of them. Granted, eight of the other eight of the other seat worst offensive efficiency seasons in the last like thirty forty years. Eight of the other ones were either last year or this year. So I'm not putting a lot of blame on Dejuan Gordon. But what I will say, at least from my opinion, is uh, if if they're going to make a step forward next year, Dejuan was going to be the third or fourth option. Absolutely. Um, if K-State is going to take a step forward, they can still do that without him. But it is depressing. It is depressing. Um, we got Jason Russell, who is the next one to come up to speak. Jason, uh, first off, how are you doing, my friend? Welcome to the first ever Bosco's Boys live calling show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? Doing good, doing good. Jason, The what, what we're going through and asking everyone who is watching uh, or who's joining us today is mm-hmm. number one. What are you, what are you drinking on tonight? I got a, uh, some shorts, uh, soft parade. You ever got, you heard of that? It's a local brewery up here in Michigan. I have not. I'm actually, so I, first off, I love the, the local, uh, brewery flavor. I, I, mm-hmm. I am sipping on something, uh, down here in Kansas city myself. Um, second one, and you're from Michigan, so uh, what game are you watching right now? Give me, give me the March Madness game you have on your TV. Yep, right now I got on the Oklahoma State Liberty game. I've kind of been going back and forth between 
you know, the the slate, but uh, got the got this one on. It's a six point game right now. Been back and forth, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it'd be interesting to see this this bracket could really or this uh, region could really change if Liberty can come out on top. Um, I mean, with the upsets already, I mean, that could make a really interesting path for Illinois. I mean, they'd be, uh, you know, they'd be facing the winner of, uh, you know, that, that just, that kind of changes the dynamic of, um, that bracket, but, um, yeah, we'll see what you guys watching for sure. So I, I have that game on as well. I think the good chef Andre Napier had. Uh, Wisconsin, North Carolina on the other, the other question, cause we're going through this and we're asking everyone who joins these questions. So since you're a Michigan fan, this one might be a little bit too inside baseball where a uh, K state basketball or a K state, uh, Kansas state show, um, mm-hmm. they had another transfer Dejuan Gordon's leaving. So, uh, regardless of if you know much about that, what is your outsider perspective? You're a Michigan guy you are, uh, you know, you, you're probably familiar with Bruce Weber from his time up in Illinois, but what is a big-time outsider's perspective on what's happened uh, to K-State basketball over the last three years with Bruce Weber, you know, the highs and lows of him from an outsider's perspective? Yeah, I mean, I think he's, he's uh, you know, obviously had a up-and-down career, um, but, you know, I can't really – Okay, well, Michigan guy bounced. He, we lost he wanted him. No, he wanted no part of that. I'm bringing up now <laughs> to speak uh, the co-host of Bosco's Boys. It's Grant's first time on the Locker Room Show. Grant, um, how are you doing, uh, the co-host, and uh, welcome to Locker Room. What's up, doggy? I'm doing good. I'm happy that it's Friday night. Um, this is interesting. This is very interesting. I like it. Um, good to see the chef in the room. What's He's happening, Grant? Muted. I don't. I didn't ask for you to talk, chef. I mean, come <laughs> I on, hate man. You. <laughs> turn turn your mute back on, brother. Um, no, it's great to see chef. Good to see uh, D. Swoy in here. Um, I just got back from Lawrence. Saw good luck charm. K State good luck charm. Spencer Perry. Um, and I gotta put some car seats in my car for my stupid baby that's coming soon. And um happy to be watching the NCAA tournament. How how's everybody else in the room doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing good. What what we're doing is every time someone new comes up to speak, I, I'm gonna ask the same questions. First on first off, are you sipping on anything tonight? Um, not right now. I just walked in the door, but I had, you know, a couple beers in Lawrence that were decent. Um but not sipping on anything right now. But I will be, All right. for sure. What March Madness game do you have on? Uh, Wisconsin, North Carolina. That's what's All right. Well, you're in the background. I'd flip over to TBS. It's a close game, Liberty, Oklahoma State. Then let me get your first, um, you know, take on Dejuan Gordon and Rudy Williams now joining the transfer portal um, of the Wildcats. It's not fun. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. Um, I think. I think some people might be melting down a little bit too much, but I might force uh, D. Soy to come up on the stage and talk a little bit because I know this, uh, you know, this transfer hurt him quite a bit. But I want I want to get your take before we start uh, forcing Dylan onto the stage. You cut out a little bit, but I think you asked about Dejuan and Rudy Williams leaving. Um, 
I'm not happy about it. I I gotta say, losing Dejuan is pretty bad for this roster. Um, Dejuan was never really the guy uh, that we thought he was gonna be, um, but he carved out a pretty specific role in his energy. And hopefully, I was hoping his leadership was going to be pretty important going into next season. Um, and now it just leaves a pretty gaping hole um, for uh, a coach and a staff that I don't have a lot of confidence in filling. Um, I mean, we were already going to be hurting to find guys um, on the recruiting trail and to be finding guys in the transfer portal. And that's a pretty freaking tough loss. Um, I don't know. It hurts. I think that's it just it leaves me all the positive uh, energy and positivity that I had after uh, the end of the season in the Baylor game uh, has kind of left the building for me. Um, it's just a tough loss, and it leaves me kind of pissed off at the player. I can't lie. Yeah, it, it's not great. Um, I, I think I think Dejuan was tampered with a little bit. I think I think where you see him ending up will definitely have an. Uh, a, a pretty big sign of who might have been the year. Um, he had a handler who was, uh, quote, tweeting the announcement of him tweeting, saying, let the games begin. Um, I hate it. I don't think you're ever going to change that with college basketball, but it's, it's depressing to see. Um, I, I now want to invite, you know, one of my very good friends. He's in my favorite group chat that I have, uh, Dylan Sawyer, to the stage. Um, Dylan, first off, you, you've heard it go through a little bit. I want to hear if you're drinking on anything, what game you have on right now. I am drinking my favorite beer in the whole world, Boulevard Pale Ale. Uh, it's left over. My wife got me like eight six-packs because they don't sell it in Texas, and she got it like under the under the table shipped down to one of these total wines down here. So I have a couple six-packs left, and that's that's what I'm sipping on. All oh, right. and I'm you have watching this? the Oklahoma State game because I don't really give a shit about anyone besides the Big 12. Honestly, and, and this all goes to petty fights I have on message boards. I kind of want Oklahoma State to lose uh, so I can basically mush someone's face in the comment of, I don't think Mike Boynton is a good coach. But we won't talk about that. Let's first get your take. Um, in our group chat, I think you said this is the most devastated you've been about a K-State transfer since Angel Rodriguez, Mr. Angel, um, talk me through your uh, headspace when the news broke that Angel, or not Angel, Dejuan, uh, was going to be transferring. I pretty much went from, you know, how I'm always overly optimistic. I pretty much went from being excited and, like, I've been a Bruce guy this whole time. Not this whole time, but, like, the past few years. And I started to dread the future. Like, I... Obviously, we have three freshmen that are studs, but Dejuan is that fourth piece that's just crucial to know that we act, that we have something going forward. And without him, it's just like not feeling great. But maybe Bruce will get a transfer or two. You never know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a fun place to be. Um, there, there's no way around it. I uh, it, it's not fun. It's not uh, – there is no sugarcoating to it. It's, it's not great. Um, the good chef, he, he's in the uh, trenches over on KSO, the KSO message boards. Um, and I enjoy your posting over there, and I enjoy your tweeting. I think the good chef should have more of a following. So, Andre, here's my question to you because you're in the trenches over there at KSO. 
just as much as me. How do you think that very segmented part of K-State's fan base, and again, I think I think the Twitter fan base and the message board fan base, I don't think it's a great representation of any fan base. It's not just K-State. It's any fan base. But you're in the trenches over there. What is your take on the reaction? Do you think it's overboard? Do you think it's right on board where it should be? How how have you experienced uh, this news dropping um, from just kind of sitting back and seeing how others are also reacting? Well, like, uh, well, the Twitter, the Twitter is totally different from the KSO. I mean, it's total night and day. The the message boards, it's instant, it's instant freak out. But they're getting what they wanted because even if it's at the the <laughs> the fall of. K-State basketball, they're getting Bruce slightly and inching closer to getting out. And that's what they want. Even if it's even if it's K-State basketball falling even lower into the tank, I don't think we can get much worse than we were this season, but they're getting what they want. Yeah, no, I, I think you're exactly right. I think – and again, I, I have this opinion, and I think that uh, – I think everyone – currently on this call is in the same spot. I think that uh, it's re- it's reasonable. I don't think anyone can argue Bruce shouldn't have any heat on him, but I think folks should get to a point where um, they need to understand, hey, the change isn't going to happen, and you can either try to uh, find some hope or you can just be miserable. Grant, I know you've been all over the place, Um and quite frankly, so have I. I. I've I've gone, you know, 360, 180 a couple times during the season. Um, where is your headspace currently at when it comes to Bruce? Are you someone who is trying to burn it down right now, or are you in a, you know, stage of acceptance and try to come up with scenarios where, hey, we might not suck next year? Talk to me through where your headspace is right now. All over the place? That doesn't sound like me. Um I don't know, man. I mean, at this point, I don't know. That that transfer, I expected to lose Rudy. I knew, I mean, we obviously, the writing was on the wall for Antonio and Gordon for a few weeks. This is not a transfer that you were, that, that was like, uh, this is not an acceptable transfer. Um, this, to me, tells me that... Um, the program is in more shape than I thought it was. And it's in, it's in bad shape. Um, it's just, it, it feels now like, I mean, like I said, we beat Baylor or we almost beat Baylor and, or at least we put up a fight against Baylor. Uh, and, and you could take something from that game and you could take something from the last couple of weeks, month, really from the last season, uh, the last part of the season. And you could see something forming, some sort of semblance of a team, some sort of semblance of an identity going forward. And now I just kind of feel like, I mean, losing a pretty key piece, that puts a lot of pressure on these freshmen going forward. It, I think it puts us a step backwards and it puts us in like a limbo type of spot. Because it's hard. I mean, it's hard to really, it's hard to really evaluate how to feel about Bruce right now. It, it, I was feeling positive as hard as it was to be feeling positive about the season. The last, you know, three to four weeks of the season in the big pole tournament, they left me with some positivity. They left me with some optimism and losing Dejuan Gordon. It's like, I mean, how the fuck Bruce, you got to be hanging on to these players. 
And I don't know. I mean, I, Bruce is, I think Bruce is coming back. So it's just like, is it worth putting negative energy? Is it worth putting any energy towards like, let's get Bruce out of here because I don't think he's going to. And it's like, I don't know who we're going to hire. So I, it's hard. We're just in between a rock and a hard place as fans to like find some reason to have hope going forward because there's not a lot. I mean, that's so much pressure on those, those three freshmen. Um, It's tough. It's really tough. I, Bruce is coming back and I'm going to support him because what other choice do we have? But it's really, really frustrating and I don't have a lot of faith. I have less faith now that he's going to be able to, you know, pull a, pull another turnaround, um, losing a pretty key component. Um, I hope he proves me wrong though. For sure. All right. So I want to go to uh, Dylan. So Dylan, I have the receipts on you. Even when I was starting to waver during the 12 game losing streak, you are one of the few people who stayed strong on the uh, Bruce needs to come back, give Bruce another year, all this type of stuff. Um, where's your head at? Do you regret having that stance? Because I know Days One was your guy. Where are you on the whole Bruce issue now? I'm not going to, it's not, it hasn't changed. I, I, Dejuan did a lot of good things and, you know, like Grant said, he's kind of a glue guy, but you can't, you can't get in a college, you know, a 19, 20 year old's head and change the way that he sees his future and his, the present right now. I mean, it sounds like he wants to be more of a scorer and that's not what he was in K-State at all. He couldn't, what did he shoot? 25% from three. I mean, he was a terrible shooter. He made some, some circus layups and you know he did a lot of good things but that's not at all what he should be or was going to be on this team and if that's what he wants then he should go find that somewhere else and you know I don't know what Bruce is going to do to fill the gaps around him because we already have a very thin roster with those freshmen and sophomores just sitting on on the bench I guess they're mostly freshmen but some of those guys got to step up next year and we got to have some transfers coming in or else we're going to be eighth, ninth or 10th again. Yeah. I so, want to add to that. I want to say if he wants to, he doesn't have to leave. He didn't have to leave to be a scorer. He could have been a scorer on this roster. Well, if he wants so to be a scorer then get, get better and get in the gym and learn how to shoot the basketball better. I mean, so, he's a terrible shooter. So that's, I don't think you go he, from being at 20, 20% from three to, serviceable here's my question and this is to the entire group um grant you said he could have stayed here and been a scorer what when you look at the roster that's going to come back next year let's just for you know for for sake say that mike mcgirl comes back what what option is he when it comes to scoring on the team i have a hard time if mike is coming back the way Bruce wants to run the offense, I have a hard time seeing Dejuan being anything more than the at best fourth option and probably fifth best option uh, as a scorer. So I, I guess my question to you, it could be to chef. It, it could be to Dylan Trey. I see you uh, in the room. If you want to come up and speak, you're more than welcome to as well. I'd be interested in hearing any sort of, uh, you know, retort to that because I don't see any scenario where he's, 
better than the fourth best option to score on this team next year. I don't disagree um, with like, you know, the perspective from a a macro perspective of him, like as when you look at the roles of like, oh, this is going to be like our fourth best scorer. That's fine. But like that doesn't negate, that doesn't change the fact that he was very limited offensively and that's due to his own ability. Like it's, what do we do? Even if we built the offense around him, that's not going to change the fact that he can't shoot the basketball or he's, um, you know, inconsistent at finishing at the rim. Um, but does he want to be that primary ball handler that Mike McGurl and Nigel Pack were when they were on the court? Maybe. Instead of being the, the corner wing guy. Is he going to do that? Where in the hell is he going to be a primary ball handler? Well, that's, that's all. I'm thinking that's why he wants to leave because somebody's in his head, like Scott said earlier, to get him to think that he could be that primary ball handler, uh, a long point guard, which he's not. The goal is the NBA, so he's yeah. not be he's not going to be the centerpiece at K State uh, offensively. So if that's his goal, more power to him. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a new person up on stage. It is one of my good friends. It goes back from high school. Uh, the good Michael Murray. He's going to have some specific questions coming to him as well. But first off, Michael, we need to know what are you sipping on tonight. <laughs> Uh, actually, yeah, funny. Well, it's not not really that funny. Um, but uh, uh, wife and I uh, popped popped a little champagne because she got her uh, her second um, Moderna vaccine. So we're just having a having a vax party here. Hell yeah! Well, first off, congratulations to her. Congratulations to anyone who has gotten vaccinated. Congratulations uh, to a lot of folks. But I do want to say that there's some folks very close to the Bosco's boys family uh, that had a, a loss um, to COVID. The, the pandemic is not over all of the stuff that is happening. The, the bad stuff about this, you know, virus is still going on. I'm not going to say his name because I, I didn't, I, I didn't uh, run this past him. Um, but I just want to, I want him to know if he's listening to this on the podcast replay on the, RSS feed that everyone at Bosco's boys are thoughts and pressure out to him and his family. So it's not great, but I, I do want to urge everyone to get vaccinated when you get the option, when it is your turn. So uh, I, I am happy for you and Paige getting that second dose of the Moderna. The second question we've been asking everyone who's come on is what March madness game do you have on right now, Mike? Oh, shoot. Oh, well, now we were just flipping around. Uh, Wisconsin was up a second ago. Oh, man, I got some PTSD from Wisconsin. And then the last question we've asked everyone, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you in the hot seat, um, whether you like it or not, after this one. Um, what are your thoughts? Dejuan Gordon and Rudy Williams have entered the transfer portal. Um, I know you're a big mover and shaker in all things Kansas politics, but what was your reaction when you saw that news break at some point today, assuming that since you are so important, you did see that news? So back in 2013, I, I tweeted, uh, I can't remember what the exact in- instance was, I tweeted that Bruce Weber is Bay, CC the haters, and I have very selectively retweeted that and then unretweeted that. And I'm afraid to say that um, I, I've, I recently <laughs> unretweeted that. 
you know, I, I, I don't blame you. I'm hoping you get a chance to retweet that. So now instead of going down the normal uh, rabbit hole that we've been going with everyone that we brought up on stage, I do have to ask you, you, you gave me some very uh, concerning news in the DMs. First off, um, we won't get into the exact details of your job, but you're very important. I was very upset to see uh, you, you tell me that my beloved Senate Kansas Senate bill to legalize sports wagering um, didn't have a good day in the House committees. Um, what can you tell me about the odds that I'm going to be able to place a legal football bet this fall? Should I give up hope and stay with great sponsor of the pod, betonline.ag? If you want to get a promo code, use promo code armchair for 50% deposit, all the great props because the state of Kansas won't pass legalized sports gambling. Uh, hope is alive. So the, the Kansas Senate passed a product that would yeah, uh, enable casinos to offer it both in person and online. Um, so far in the House, it's only they've passed a, a very different version only out of committee and it hasn't hit the floor yet. So it can still get amended there. And then still, no matter what happens there, assuming that something passes the house, there's a negotiation that happens between the house and the Senate. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll see at that point. So hope hope's alive, but I'd, I'd probably give it 50, 50 odds at this point. Okay. I don't like that. The good chef Andre Napier was out in Las Vegas he was able to play some legal sports wagers uh, lately. Uh, Chef, uh, yes, sir. you're in Ohio. I don't think Ohio has it legalized, but there are some options near you, and you're out in Vegas. Um, just from a March Madness point, you, you are home, so you're not getting to uh, partake. How much fun would March Madness be in a state that does have uh, legalized sports betting uh, so you could be in a brick-and-mortar location? Although – you can do all the fun stuff over at betonline.ag. Use promo code armchair for a 50% deposit match. That that Vegas environment just for sports betting is insane. I mean, we were there, and it was probably six or seven just entirely trash bachelor party guys just sitting watching the Phoenix Suns versus the Indiana Pacers randomly and just going crazy for a, a seven-over Phoenix Sun sports line and they were just it was just a, a beautiful scene and I, I wouldn't trade it for anything I, I honestly wish they'd bring it here I'd go to the Hollywood Casino and I'd just bet my life away well only bet responsibly whether you're doing it in person or online um, wherever you are always bet responsibly um, so oh oh my goodness I'm gonna have to invite this gentleman up to speak it is the single greatest human being I know. He's the nicest person in the world. Brett Morey, you better you better accept the invitation to talk. I tried to bring you up there. I need – there he is. There he is, Brett. The, the nice guy, Brett. We love <laughs> Brett here. Uh, Brett, how are you doing this evening? Doing good. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. So we've asked this to everyone who has – Come up on stage. First off, what, if anything, are you sipping on tonight? Uh, I haven't sipped on anything yet. Just got done making some jambalaya. That was really, really good. Hey, that counts. You're eating some jambalaya. The next one is what March Madness game do you have on TV right now? Yeah, North Texas Purdue on right now. I think Oklahoma State Liberty just finished, did it? Did it not? 
nine uh, point uh, win for Oklahoma State. Yes, and I'm I'm mourning uh, my guy Scott Garrett eighty over at Cleveland State. They're getting they're getting worked by Houston, so I'm going to mourn that a little bit. And then uh, the next question we've been asking everyone is, uh, you know, th- there's some pretty big news in the K State world. Um, Dejuan Gordon, and then to a lesser extent, Rudy Williams entering the transfer portal. So I've been getting everyone's take on, uh, you know, what are your thoughts? Um, what was your reaction? And where do you stand with the uh, basketball program going forward? <sighs> Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you <laughs> I mean, I, I, on KSO, you kind of saw it coming for a couple of days. So I've had a couple of days to kind of know that this is probably coming. So, I mean, yeah. it's coming. It's hard. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great. Yeah. Um, so wh- what do you think the action plan needs to be moving forward? Or are you to the point where I think some are – uh, apathetic and basically saying, okay, let's just fast forward through next basketball season and hope to fire Bruce. Where, where are you at with just your entire motion when it comes to the basketball program? I mean, Bruce is a really, he's a genuinely good guy. And so I don't want to like call for him to be fired. And so I, I really hope that he figures it out and that I think we need to get some two to fix it, I think we need some transfers this offseason. And if we get those, we might have a chance. And if we're ever going to get transfers, now's the time because immediate yeah. ability. It, it, this is – he's never succeeded. I mean, what, what's the one transfer he had? Justin Edwards? Yeah. And he wasn't even that great. No. But this is immediate eligibility. It's, it should be easy to sell. There's a ton of holes on this team for guys to come in and play and – Maybe not be the number one scoring option, but you can tell him that. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Bruce forever. <laughs> See, I, 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 I agree with the, if you're going to use the quote unquote hope factor, um, I, I think you can point to some stuff and say, "Hey, look, you have four guys who, if if you project out with Mike McGurl, Selton Miguel." Uh, Nigel Pack and Davion Bradford, you can project out, okay, between those four guys, you think you're going to get maybe 50 points, 55 points a game. Can you find a guy to slot in to that spot to, uh, you know, hit some threes to get, get them up in the starting lineup around 60, 65 points, and then hope that you can get some bench contributions from, you know, Luke the Soup Kasuki, uh, you know, you got the freaking dude from uh, Wisconsin, the big, tall, goofy-looking dude who had a KU offer. I forget yeah. his name. Grant Landers, that's who it is. Uh, Logan so, Landers. Logan Landers, yes. Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, so, so if you're trying to be optimistic, you can find ways to get there. Um, I'm going to go to the good chef. Chef, tell me why that optimism isn't going to be – uh, come to fruition because I, I feel like you know at least based on a handful of your posts and tweets I, th- I think you might be able to level me out am I, am I crazy am I just loving Bruce the human too much I'm trying to project out stuff that's unreasonable 
I mean, the the freshman core is what everybody's talking about, but you can't keep Davion on the court for six minutes without him getting two fouls. It's it's tough to project those those other than Nigel. Selton had his stretch where he was trash. Davion can't stop fouling. Nigel's the truth, but I mean he's got eye infection issues. You got but then, then who are we getting in the transfer portal? I mean, there's no nobody's name has even came up. Like, you would think that that would start happening by now, especially with three open scholarships. I mean, when is it going to happen? So there's there's that guy from American who zoomed with the staff today, who was like a 45 percent three point shooter this year. So again, I agree. Honestly, I agree with you. I I'm not. I, I'm in need to see it to believe it mode when it comes to Bruce and the transfer portal. Um, the one kid from Austin pay who's like cousins with Kendall Adams, the former safety. <laughs> I mean, that's like the only two people that I've ever seen. We yeah, need a, it... <laughs> we need a stretch for Dean Wade style. Cause it's Logan Landers kid. He's going to be probably trash. Let's be honest. He's not, he's going to be a role guy. We, we need a, a true stretch forward, 6'10", that can bang, that can average 12 and 6. That's what we need. And if we don't get those kind of pieces, Casey is going to be another foul. He's going to get all his fouls on the offensive side. All moving screens. And I, I, I'm, I'm, now I'm getting frustrated. Jesus, I okay. Casey. Now, and and you know say- what? Who's to Go say ahead. even if even if our freshman core and those boys all fulfilled their potential, who's to say that they're even going to stick around? I mean, there is a true pattern at this point. Bruce is in year nine, and the attrition that his programs have seen are absurd. Um, we've lost too many. We've lost too many core guys and too many peripheral guys. I mean, who's to say if we have an, an even an average year next year with those freshman year that that are all all stay they all are playing well and they look like they're on a positive trajectory who's to say that they're even going to stay that's I mean, a good point one of those, well no no no, no, no. that's a good point because that's over. what i said on the last live free last live stream that even if you have two good decent years because i mean the eligibility stays the same i get, i'm considering their freshmen again next year would once bruce he how many years does he have two then they then he retires you bring in Lowry to be the head coach. Do they transfer anyway? I mean, well, so here, here's my, here's my thing. I, if you really look at the transfers, Bruce has had true core playable, playable guys, guys who are playing real minutes. You've only had three who have left angel Cardi and Dejuan. who of all the other transfers he's had, who has been the best guy? Mm, that's true. And, and again, and again, that that comes to him having failures as recruiting. I mean, Marcus Foster was a really good player for Kansas oh, State. Okay. That's and, true. Yeah, like, right. sorry, sorry. That, that entire crop of guys, like that, was like the reset, but none of them the first started. reset. But, but Nigel, them... Nigel, you know, was going to be. He was on. That's his a good way. point. He was on that his way. A, well, actually, it's, that's it's a good just point. Too much. It's just too much, and it, there's. We've seen too much attrition, peripheral guys or core guys, 
And that just leaves me zero confidence that these stud freshmen are going to ever stick around. Are, I mean, are, are we also forgetting – I mean, what's the potential – not potential, I guess, what is – What's the ceiling now for Monty Murphy? Is he gonna come back at all? Is he gonna play? I mean, is what what's what's his status? I don't know. Nobody's so, saying anything about him. He's he's back in Manhattan. He he went through a surgery, some foot surgery with a specialist in Texas, where he's from. Did some initial rehab, and he got back to Manhattan this week. But here's my thing with Monte Murphy, and I think he was the best freshman from that last class. Granted, they're all gone now. He's the last guy remaining from that, that class that we pumped up. But he was when he was healthy back in the 2019-2020 season, he was the best out of all those guys. Absolutely. Um, he banged on the boards he did. He can stretch, but he just can't. He's literally the, the antithesis of not staying healthy. No, you're, you're 100% correct. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to – I'm in see-it-to-believe-it mode with him. As well, so I, I want to get uh, Michael Murray back involved because you know he's my guy. Michael, at what point does do you just straight up delete the Bruce Weber is Bay tweets? Just completely delete it and then just say enough is enough. What is your threshold? I want to get everyone's threshold. Are you there, or what's going to have to happen for you to just say nope? I am burning it down now. I mean, I'm an optimist, so he's. It's I, I I don't see a threshold on the court. If he shot someone on Morrow Street, um, that might. <laughs> I, I I love it. I love it. All right, then then we'll go to Chef. Chef, what is the threshold? You might already be there, and if you're there, that's fine. I'm I'm trying my best not to uh, ever tell folks what to believe, what to think. Um, but what is your threshold? Also, shout out to Trey. Trey, I tried to invite you up. I'd, I'd like to hear your thoughts. But he had uh, he, he linked to the tweet of Monte Murphy saying, comeback season, we're healthy. Uh, I like that vibe from Monte Murphy. So it's in the chat if anyone wants to see yeah, that. Yeah, I saw Kellis like, tweet about it. But I, it was very vague. I didn't know what, like, what he meant by it. But, yeah, if he's, if he's coming back and he's on the road to recovery, if he can stay healthy – Monty does a lot for this team, especially maybe helping Bradford on the boards because a lot of time Bradford's trying to go after those dumb rebounds, and and he gets a gets six fouls right there. It's he he fouls out so quick. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. So, I, Chef, I want to hear where you're at. I'm gonna go around to the entire room. Uh, are you at the point where you're? the quote-unquote burn it down with Bruce, or if you're not, what what would it take for you to get there? I I guess for me, I just need to know – I mean, obviously we can't predict the future, but what, what would we get other than Bruce? I mean, that sounds so little brother, but who do we get? Who Who's, who's the savior for K-State basketball? We're not getting Brad. We're not getting – nobody wants Frank anymore. He's bald. I mean, <laughs> what, who do we get? Who, who's the other option other than Bruce Weber? That's that's what I would want to know. And if, if they gave me a legitimate option where I could look to him and say, that's our head coach, I, I mean, I have no ties to Bruce Weber. To hell with Bruce Weber. Okay, here, we'll, we'll, we'll play quick either or with uh, Chef before we move on to Dylan. Uh, Bruce Weber or – uh, freaking uh, Utah State, Craig Smith. Craig Smith. I don't know. I. 
let's see what if if Craig Smith does anything in this tournament this year. If he gets past well, he, the next round, he lost to Texas Tech. Oh well, so. shit. Yeah, they they played. T- yeah, no, I don't want Craig Smith. The hell with him. Okay, Bruce Weber or Porter Moser at uh, Chicago Loyola Loyola Chicago sis, sister jeans coach. Yeah, I mean that I would want that just for the comedy of you on Twitter with having to live <laughs> with sister Jean and all the highlights of him coming over from Loyola Chicago. That would I would live for that just there. Okay, and then we'll do uh final one. Um we'll go Bruce Weber or Nico Medavici or whatever his last name is over at Colorado State. I have no idea who that even is, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> I hate Nico. All right, Dylan, uh, you are probably one of the biggest Bruce Weber guys. You never wavered, um, but I know you are also equally a Dejuan Gordon guy. What, if anything, could get you to burn it down mode with Bruce again? I don't know. I <laughs> – I think if one of these three freshmen leave, I, it's not going to happen this – I can tell you it's not going to happen this offseason because what it would take I don't see as a realistic possibility. But if we're last place again next season, if we're ninth, I mean, even if we're eighth, like, I'll start to ask questions. I mean, I'm soft, but <laughs> eventually, eventually I'll come around, I promise you guys. Okay, good guy, Brett, my favorite guy, Brett. Oh. Maybe only Blake Morris is close to my favorite uh, person on Twitter than Brett. Brett, what would it take for you to be burning it down if you're not there already? Which is fine. I'm not shaming anyone. I'm not telling people how to feel. What would it take for you to get there? I think one more transfer. And that would probably... Even if it's Carlton Lingard, are you burning it down if Carlton Lingard leaves? Sorry about that. When I... uh... So Kurtz on his show yesterday brought up a good point of kind of Dejuan and above is kind of a line. So I was thinking above that line, if it was another transfer above there, then that would probably get me to the point. So one of the big three freshmen? Yeah, one of the big three freshmen. What about Luke the Soupkisupki? What if Luke leaves? Yeah, I would would, would group Luke in there just because we can't afford to be breaking up since we had that big departure in 15, we've basically lived and died by big groups every four years. So we can't afford to lose anybody in that group, really, I don't think. Because we've not I, done a job of filling up through transfers. We can maybe get one this year just because there's going to be so many targets in the transfer portal. But most years, that's just not going to be sustainable, I don't think. Yep, I agree with you. Also, Purdue is storming back versus North Texas if, if anyone's not on that game. All right, back to my co-host, Grant. What would it take for you to go back to burning it down? Uh, I might already be there. <laughs> I might be there at this point. Like, Re- this, so, so your, this, room, your... this room conversation it may have convinced me, like, let's end this fucking circus. I'm sick of it. Um, I know it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, and it's like I we've talked about this before. I'm not going to be putting negative energy. I, hell, I don't have anyone to put negative energy out there because I've been banned. But uh, I guess I can put it in these rooms and on podcasts. But it's I'm to I'm 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 to the apathy point. I'm apathetic. Um, 
I said it earlier in this show, the optimism that I had from, you know, after Baylor has kind of dissipated and I just, it just feels like a big blow. Um, I don't have the confidence. I don't have the confidence that I had, you know, a few weeks ago for Bruce and the staff going forward. Um, if, if he were to go, I would welcome it. I truly would. Um, pretty sick of it. It's, uh, it's just, I don't know. I have to laugh at what Dylan said. If if we finished eighth next year, he would start to question it. <laughs> so, okay. So, this one transfer, this one transfer turned the page for you. You, you were, you were all excited. This like, isn't just like one transfer. Else. I mean, it's not just one transfer. It's a large sheet shit of the team. about Rudy Williams. <laughs> and, yeah, and Rudy is a big I mean, piece. Antonio Gordon, like, I don't fine. Talk about I mean, Antonio Gordon. Yes, no. I mean, so the, you're talking about Dejuan no, Gordon. That's it. This is player. the one. That's it. Yes, losing Dejuan Gordon is enough to piss me off to the point where I, it's like this. Could, that is, I mean, he's a he's a large part of the core of this team, and it's like, how do you I have do. confidence going forward next year? I mean, I just I have zero faith that he's going to keep our freshmen together. It's just I don't I don't see it. I mean, the man's what 66 years old. <sighs> he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it in the tank. And I would love to be proved wrong. And I'm gonna. I'd love to be proved wrong, but I just but, don't. But like it. Scott said at the beginning, with with this, this is one of the worst teams in K-State history. If we lose all these players, where do we go? I mean, we can't get any worse than our basketball history, so we bring in new players. I mean, we're going to get worse. Do you think we we're the worse. worst team in, in K-State history the last 10 games of the season? I, th- I think we were the no. first half of the season, absolutely. It's but still the season, though. Right, but the point, we're, they're all fresh. Li- we are literally not that team anymore. We just lost a key component of that team. But, so now but we have great. to That's take fair. a step back going forward. And like the guys are going to grow up in the offseason, some of them. And I hope um, some of the freshmen improve in ways that will take us forward. But now we have to fill holes again. And how good has Bruce been at, at that? Not great. It's but, taken, but, it's taken but, years to build up to that point. But this this is what I'll this is what I'll say. And again, I'm not trying to minimize days one leaving because it, it sucks. You're losing a, a guy who was a starter, someone who uh, someone who was going to start. He didn't want to start where he was. He didn't like his role, uh, but but he was a starter. I'm not trying to minimize it. But someone still, that was about to, I think, hit his stride too. Okay, like, but no. But sucks. here's the thing: you you can say that all you want, but he still had one of the 20 worst offensive efficiency years in the history of K-State basketball. And he was playing the entire season. He was playing big minutes. And even when you look at his big games, and, and he did stuff that this team needed. He got rebounds. He hustled. He played defense. But his points were coming from from the free throw line. He was shooting horribly. Even in games he was getting to uh, double-digit points, even games where he was getting close to double-doubles, he was getting like six of his points from the free throw line. He was going two of 12 from the field. I don't think Dejuan Gordon's offense can't be replaced. Now the question is, can they find someone to replace his points and still give you the rebounding, give you the defense? The one good thing about Bruce is his teams have always team rebounded and team played defense. You don't have guys who are averaging seven, eight, nine rebounds a game. They, they spread those out. So I, I, I'm not trying to minimize it. It's not good, but I just I can't rationalize going from being okay, having some quote unquote hashtag hope 
to then jumping off the bridge just because of Dejuan. I can agree with you that we can. He, I mean, we can absolutely appraise him offensively. He was pretty sterile offensively, you know, as a whole. But he's been in the program for two years. It would have been his third year. It would have been enormous for the culture. It would have been enormous for. I mean, and, and Bruce. What teams, culture though? This is this Bruce is something Miguel and Nigel. The culture team. that was turning. The culture that was turning. No, that was going to be his team. That was gonna be his team. But, but I mean, really, would have been truly, was it? Was it truly going leader? to be his team? I don't think leader? he was. I think they I don't tried. Think so either. I think they tried to make him a leader, and he didn't take the mantle. And it was Selton Miguel who stepped up and said, "I'm going to be the defensive stopper." We were waiting for Dejuan to be that guy, and he never became that guy. Again, I'm maybe I'm trying to overcorrect because that's what I tend to do. But I, I, I don't think he was a culture leader. I think they wanted him to be desperately, but he never took that mantle. And Mike had to keep it all season until Sel and and uh, you know Nigel and Davion took that over. I don't think you're losing culture with him. But you know who wasn't a culture leader and wasn't that great offensively or defensively until he was a junior? Barry Brown. I mean, that guy wasn't a fucking culture leader. Are you fucking kidding me saying he wasn't a culture leader his Hell sophomore no. year? He wasn't. Are you no. kidding me? He was He was always the heart and soul from that class, Grant. He took on that role as a defensive that, guy. Yeah, as, as a, a junior, not as a sophomore. Are you kidding me? Bruce, you sat in the room when Bruce told the story of the first day of practice Who's going to be my defensive stopper? And Barry Brown said that on his first practice. You sat in the room and heard the man say that. You cannot sit there and tell me. That doesn't I'm mean the biggest he had ba- that. That doesn't mean he had that until, I mean, he wasn't, as a freshman, you're he talking can fucking culture. pretend to you're be You're talking that. about leadership. Yes. And So, so and, you're um, saying we he, he did Dejuan, it? We were seeing Dejuan become, I mean, I, I, there's no fucking doubt about it that losing Dejuan Gordon does that hurts our culture. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. I don't know what Absolutely. I don't know what culture we've had. I mean, we're we're losing. That's the culture that he's known. I mean, what what has he done in the tournament? What what tournament has he been to? I mean, th- th- that's that's a good point. There is a culture of losing. They need to figure out how to win. But here's the thing: Days one, the, the hope was coming into this year. Days one was going to take the mantle. He was going to be the emotional leader for the team. But he never did it. They kept having to look to Mike, look to Mike, look to Mike, until Nigel and Selton and Davey just took took that mantle. They tried to give it to Dejuan all season, and he never wanted to take it. I, I'm not saying that losing him is good for the culture, but he wasn't a leader. He wasn't a go-to guy. He wasn't the go-to guy on defense. He wasn't the go-to guy on offense. And he claims he wanted to be that guy on offense, but he never did anything to prove it. That's true. I don't that's know. Fair. I, and, and again, that's fair. It's not a good thing that he left. I know, I know people will, if people are listening to this again, we're going to publish this on the RSS feed. I hope everyone who's listening does download the, uh, you know, locker room app. The link to it is in the bio. I think we're going to be able to do some really fun things with this in season during football games, basketball games. I think, this will take the place of quick take hot takes. I think we're going to do instant reactions, call-in shows in season. We're going to have some fun with it in the off season. 
Uh, remember, we're sponsored by BetOnline.ag. Get over there for all your March Madness prop bets. I have so many fun prop bets, including which mascot is going to go the farthest in the tournament, my personal favorite. And get over to eBay.com slash sneakers. I just bought a new pair of Lilac 07 Air Force One, purple Air Force Ones. And I, you know, you they're, know they're their sponsor. We love them. So uh, I hope everyone downloads the app. We're going to have fun with this. We're going to do it all summer long. So we're almost coming up on an hour, a full hour of the show. So I'm going to go around to everyone again, give some final thoughts. Uh, a, do you like being part of these live shows? B, uh, any hot takes for March Madness? C, give me any basketball hot takes? And D, that's right, I'm asking for four points before we close this out. What are you most looking forward to in any sort of spring football tidbits slash anything football related? We're going to start off with our guy covering Kansas politics. Hopefully going to get my sports gambling through so I can bet on K-State over seven and a half football wins this fall. Michael Murray. Michael, do you need me to repeat all the points I need you to make? I mean, yeah, yeah, probably. But the first <laughs> one's football, I think. So, Well, that was, uh, football was the last one. So first off, tell me how you liked the format. Second, got any March Madness predictions. Three, any basketball takes. Four, any football takes. Uh, yeah, so, um, no, I, I, I li- like the format, like the concept. Um, I look forward to, yeah, being a second-time caller uh, as early as next week. Um, yeah, bas- uh, March Madness predictions. I've got, uh, I'm in a, a pool with a bunch of KU fans, and the only way that I win that pool is when I have KU going out in, like, the round of 32, which I do this year. And uh, and then they all put them in at least the final four. So that's 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 the secret sauce there. Um, and just yeah, no, I mean, looking forward to taking it easy. Cats aren't in it, and uh, and uh, and whatnot. Football. I just I'm looking forward to having more than what was it, two thousand people or however many in the uh, in the stands. I mean, would. Ha- potentially or i guess i don't know if it has it been announced what the attendance is allowed to be like for the spring game uh so they're gonna have an open practice uh april the the first saturday in april so the saturday before easter they're gonna have a live practice i don't think they're going to limit fans because i don't think enough are going to show up um last i heard and again things can change as we know last i heard um this is not a direct quote from my good friend Gene Taylor, but someone else inside the athletic department. They're planning on a full capacity all season. Uh, and it sounds like unless Kansas can hit a threshold in vaccines, that they will have a mask mandate, but full attendance. That's like, so yeah, dangerous. that's the uh, dope. Yeah. All right, well, well, maybe, yeah. Well, maybe, uh, maybe the Bosco's boys should consider having a uh, having a tailgate outside of one of these uh, spring events. Yeah, we'll, we'll think about. It. I think we're going to do some fun stuff. Whether or not we do something in Manhattan or possibly a Royals game, I think we're going to try to do something this spring or summer. Grant, let's get you on because you have to leave. If I'm reading the chat correctly, uh, take care of your wife and uh, you know get ready for your future child. Give me. How you like the format, a basketball hot take, 
uh, March Madness hot take and a football hot take or opinion. Oh, they don't have to be hot. Let's see. Format is good. I think this is we're going to get a lot of mileage out of this. No doubt about it. I love it. Um, it's going to be great. Basketball hot take. Cats finish sixth in the Big 12 next year, despite all the shit I said. And March Madness hot take. KU loses tonight. Football. Um, looking forward to shit. Spring football? Uh, it doesn't have to be spring. I'm looking if you forward don't want to, to. Keenan Garber busting out of a shell because I think um, he's he's going to contribute more than we think. That, that would go. be. Yep. You, you log off. That's fine. Thank you for coming on. Uh, you that would Bye. That would be amazing um, because of all the shit I talked on Keenan Garber. I would love to be wrong there. All right. We are going to go to uh, good guy Brett. So let's walk it through it. Give me a uh, how do you like the format, a K-State ba- basketball hot take, a March Madness prediction, what you're going to be looking for when it comes to K-State football, spring football, or any football at all. Well, first off, I love the I love this format. This is so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. Uh, as far as basketball hot take, I think this tournament's going to end up being pretty dang chalky. Like, I think a lot. I think most of the number ones are going to most, if not all, number ones are going to advance. Brett, we had a 15 seed beat a 12, and you're saying it's going to be chalky. <laughs> From here on out, I think so. A two seed, not a 12. Oh yes, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Thank you, thank you for the correction. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think Katie loses to boring ass Iowa. Um, and then as far as spring football. I'm looking forward to seeing what the linebackers look like. I saw a picture of uh, Wayne Jones, and it looks like he's really beefed up, so I'm curious to see what he he does there. But that's about it. I love it. I love it. All right, the good chef. Let's hear it. All right. What do you got for us? Well, you know I love this format because I've been hitting the DMs pretty damn hard for probably two-plus years now trying to get on this damn show. Let my voice be heard. So this is this is my home now. Um, uh, tournament, I mean, the only thing I can see with this tournament is that Cleveland State is absolute trash, and they suck. Time out, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to step in here. Cleveland State is not trash. They are a 15 seed. They had a great season. Shout out to my guy, Scott Garrett. Scott Garrett is my favorite person working in college athletics Gene Taylor, I hope if you are listening to this episode, you are not listening, you know, an hour in. Because Scott Garrett's my favorite AD in all of college sports. I love Scott Garrett. So I'm not going to stand for the Cleveland State slander. They had a great year. Scott Garrett made a great hire. Freaking Gates is going to be the darling candidate for a lot of jobs. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to stand for that, Chef. I, I love you. I you know I love you. I apologize. I'm not going to stand for that. I apologize. Now, um, that was that was really my the tournament's not intriguing me this year. No K State. It doesn't doesn't really intrigue me this year. But basketball hot take. Grant's going a little conservative with the six. I'm going five. We're going to finish Ooh. top half of the league. I think he. I think Bruce is going to prove a lot of people wrong and get some high end transfers in here. I think there's a couple St. Louis kids that are on the transfer portal. Um, that we, that we might be able to get. And then spring football, maybe football in general. Um, we're going to have the two first-team all-Big 12 Andre corners and Brent and 
I recognize that name. Echo Boydo. Perfect. All right. We brought Grant Nicholson on. One of my favorite people who I'm also in another Twitter DM group chat with. Grant, you're coming in late, but as we're getting out of here, I'm asking for a, uh, you know, how you like the format. Well, you just jumped in, so you can't really say anything about the format. But I hope next time you come in, you chat a little bit more, have a little bit more fun with us. But I'm looking for a K-State basketball hot take, a March Madness prediction, and something you're going to be looking for for K-State spring football or just a football prediction. So, Grant Nicholson, let's hear it, my friend. Okay, I'm not going to remember all three of those, so uh, you'll have to run me by them again. But my K-State basketball hot take is that – I don't know if this counts as a hot take, but I think Mike McGurl is definitely coming back next year, right, with Dejuan transferring. So I'd be great to have as sort of a depth piece for sure with everybody that's coming in. Uh, An NCAA hot take, I think Oral Roberts wins another game. Uh, I was just really impressed with what – with what they did today. And I think that uh, Ace Smith or whatever that kid's name is, he could really light it up and he kind of struggled towards the end. I think he could do great again. What was the, what was the other one? A K-State the, football hot take? Yeah, just either a hot take, something you're going to be looking for coming out of spring ball or just a fall prediction, just anything K-State football. Man, North Texas almost got the upset that's going to overtime, so sorry. Insane game. <laughs> Insane. Young Mitch McConnell on that sideline, by the way. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I have a K-State hot take football. I just think we're going to hear way too much about the backup quarterbacks. And I really just want to focus on next year with Skyler again. Uh, That's pretty much it. That's all I got. I appreciate you having me on. Sounds like he's going to be the short yardage back, Will Howard. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's why. Okay. Depending on how quickly, we'll, we'll do something with that real quick for everyone. We'll go around in a round table. That'll be the final thing. Dylan, um, I, I think I've maybe changed it a couple times, but give us how do you like the format, K-State basketball hot take, March Madness prediction, and something you're going to be looking for in either uh, fall football or just spring football practice. First of all, love the format. I uh, love talking to all you guys except for Grant KSU. Um, <laughs> basketball hot take, I don't know. I, just whatever, Just throw a dart at the board, whatever's overly optimistic. I, maybe we'll see the postseason next year. Maybe NIT. Maybe that's not good enough for you guys, but good enough for me. Football, uh, yeah, I don't really have a hot take either. I think – What maybe, will you be looking for? Like what information would you like to see come out of spring ball? I don't know. I, I, I'm not on the boards anymore. I'm not, as, I'm not as plugged in as I used to be. But maybe it's – is it a hot take that Will Howard's the, the first quarterback off the bench to get a snap? I don't think so. And, and that, that's going to be something we'll, we'll do a uh, quick – quick round table after you're done and then uh any march madness predictions no i have i have three one seeds and Cade cunningham in the final four so that's all i've got all right perfect the final thing we'll do and then we're going to log off again anyone who's listening to it now uh going on the rss feed the boss's voice podcast feed um i think i'm just gonna post on saturday because i i think the plan right now is to have a basketball-centric show with uh, Jimmy Goheen, a.k.a. KSU underscore fan, that will release on Monday. But if anyone's listening to this, download the Locker Room app. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this app, uh, doing live call-in shows, just talking with the Boneheads, everyone being part of the show. And also, betonline.ag, that's our official online wagering partner. 
and ebay.com slash sneakers. Get some heat for your feet. Get over at ebay.com slash sneakers. Any purchase over $100 is going to a third-party authenticity specialist. So get your shoes over there. All right, final question. We're going to go around the horn one more time. We're going to start with Grant. I'm sorry you missed. You were at dinner. That's fine. So, Grant, let me hear it. Are you on board with Will Howard being the short yardage wildcat quarterback specialist? Grant, you're up first. Are you on board? I just want to hear it. I mean, I guess so, but that's like just seems like an oddly specific role, right? It's like if Skyler can't do it, then why are we running the play in general? I guess would be my main takeaway from because they don't want to get him hurt. But I, I mean, I kind of agree. I'm I'm the biggest Skyler fan ever. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll go to Mike Murray. Mike, are you on board with Will Howard being a short yardage quarterback in a Wildcat situation? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, tr- I trust. If Kleiman wants to dabble in, in Wildcat, I'm, I'm all in, whatever. Okay, the good chef. Chef, are you on board with Will Howard beefing up, looking a little bit like Colin Klein, battering Graham style? I'm I'm all for his development, but I think that's that we're pushing that a little too far. I mean, you got now. Don't call me a KSO homer for this guy, but Jacardier Wright, two forty, thick boy, thick baby boy. I mean, what you can't get two yards with two forty. I don't know what what else you want. Yep, I, I love it. All right, uh, I think uh, Brett and then Dylan. Final or Dylan, have you chimed in on this? No. I want to end on Brett. No, That's I, my favorite. Okay, let's hear it. Are you on board with Will Howard being the short yards quarterback? Absolutely. Uh, I I don't think he's as bad as everyone says he is. I don't think he's going to win the job from Jake Rubley when the time comes. But, yeah, I think he's got a role to play next season. Beyond that, I don't know. Uh, on Jacardier Wright, uh, no. I, I'm a Joe Irvin guy through and through. I think Joe Irvin's going to be your second or third string guy, and Jacardier Wright maybe on the outside looking in. But they're uh, two different players. Joe Irvin and Deuce are the same. I feel like they're the same. I, don't, I think I Joe don't. has a little bit more meat. I think I think Keon Mosey is the same. Although Keon can catch it pretty well. So we'll, we'll see what he can do. Yeah. Okay, we're going to end with Brett. We, we've been going for a little bit over an hour now. Um, Brett, you're my favorite. Uh, honestly, it's you and Blake, my two favorite people <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, Blake's not in here, so you're my number one. So unless in, in Blake gets in on the next one, you're my number one favorite. So, Brett, let's hear it, the final question for the roundtable. And, again, this was supposed to be more about basketball, but basketball is depressing right now. So let's hear it. Are you on board with Will Howard being a short yardage quarterback? I mean, sure. He's got Colin Klein teaching him how to do it, so that helps. But I think we also might be sleeping on uh, Jaron Lewis as the potential backup. Ooh, okay. All right. I, I, I like to hear it. I, You know what, Grant, Dylan, you're not on the KSO boards anymore. Jaron Lewis has a cult following. Um, I And, again, I, I've i talked a lot – maybe not shit, but I, I've downplayed Jaron Lewis ever being a contributor, and I've said the same thing about Keenan Garber. You know what? I will get a tattoo of those two players if – they connect for a game-winning touchdown versus Iowa State at any point in their career. There, I have it on the record. That's what we have tonight for our live show on 
the locker room app. I want to thank all the boneheads who came on and chatted with us. We're going to be doing this again next Friday night. And again, I have fun doing this. I think we're going to see this format throughout the offseason and definitely in season. I think this might take the place of quick take hot take shows in the future. I'm so happy that all you guys joined me. Again, anyone listening to this on the RSS podcast feed, don't download the locker room app. It is in the description of this show. And uh, that's all we got today. Everyone, thank you for doing it. Have fun this weekend. Watch some basketball, drink some beers, and be safe out there. Love one another. Wear your mask when you're out in public. And when it comes time, get the vaccine if you're up for it. So thanks again, and we will be chatting to everyone soon. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. Yep. See you, everyone. Podcast Network.